What's up, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Frameskip. I am one of your hosts for the evening, Elijah Steele, and with me is, I forgot to think of the nicknames I wanted to use, so Austin, Mario Kart Wii 140, Eller. Oh, man, what a throwback. That was my PSN ID for many years until they just allowed me to change it last year. So Why'd you thanks. change it? I would have held on to that until the day I oh, died. Yes. Right? George, you want, you want to know the best part is cart was spelled with a C, which is not even... Yeah. Uh, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That other so wonderful... That you're welcome. Anytime. That other wonderful voice you're hearing is George Mac. Jones left it? A little early. A little early on the Mac Jones. I think I'm going to go George Johnu Smith, maybe George Nelson Aguilar. I feel like that would you'd be happy with that. The animals that steal? he's not on your team? I mean, yes, but also he's not doing terrible, so like... Uh, uh, yeah, he's really good on every team but the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's not a fabrication at all. And he can catch balls. Yeah, he caught a, he caught a lot of balls on Sunday for the Patriots. Thanks. Thanks yes, he did. But, and if it makes you feel any better, I bet uh, $14 on the Dolphins winning. That does Maybe. make me feel better. If it makes Maybe. you feel any better, if the Patriots didn't have three of the dumbest fumbles I've ever seen in my entire life, we would have won that game 32 to 16. So I don't know, though, because there are a lot of calls that were, I'm like, that shouldn't have been made, but okay. There is one fumble call where I think the guy clearly, like, it was down before it was, like, Whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to relitigate the game. They lost by one point to a team that's supposed to have the best defense in the AFC East. So yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about the Patriots. Mac Jones, after his first pass attempt, which was awful, looked like a Mark Sanchez butt fumble, like 12 percent of the butt fumble play. Um, after that, he he looked really really good. So feeling feeling good about my new young QB. Just don't know if I want to adopt him as a nickname yet. So George Johnu Smith for now. I'm. I'm feeling good about my new young QB, too. Yeah, I would, too. Him and Devonta. Devonta Smith Smith looks so good. (laughs) And we have the one and only coach. What's up, guys? Nothing much. How about yourself? How are you? I'm doing okay. Your nickname for coach looked really good against Tampa Bay. Yeah, they did. Except for our defense. Yeah, but the fact that your offense was able to keep up with the Super Bowl winning team, like that's that's really yeah. impressive. Especially like well, that the thing is, you got to remember strong. too is Tampa Bay didn't have like this explosive offense. You got to also remember Tampa Bay they they were a wild card. They played all of their playoff games on the road, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they got destroyed by uh, the Saints twice. So they the thing is when people say you want to get hot at the right time. They got hot they at did. the right time. Yep. That's that's that was a classic case of okay, they they got everything together and they were focused and then they went in and and took yeah. charge. If you can figure out a way to make Scotty Miller look like Randy Moss, you're you're probably doing something right at the right time. <laughs> oh, Scotty Miller, I will always have a soft spot for you. Mm-hmm. So, but it was okay. I mean, like I said, our defensive line, like. Armstrong, who is would be a backup on any other um, squad, he uh, he got his hand on Brady once, and that was it. So we're not going to win too many games when we don't 
pressure the quarterback. He also has like such a fast release on the ball. Like that dude barely holds holds onto the ball. Yeah. So like sacking yeah. Brady is incredibly hard because like you, you have to do it in the first two and a half seconds. At least you'll have Zach Martin back soon again. Say again? You'll have Zach Martin back soon. So that should help get uh, Zeke going a little better too. Yeah, but we also lost uh, Lyle Collins too. Yeah, true. So, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it was good. It, it was a loss, so it's just like, dang it. So, but we got to win. We got to, we're going on the road. Chargers are a good team. Yeah. They got a yeah, good young are. quarterback. They got good coaching. So it'll be, this will be a good test to see where we're at. But I have us looking at the schedule. I had us going 0 and 2 uh, because we're on the road. And right now we're just, we don't win road games. I'll say coming out of this weekend, all three of my teams won, two of them in overtime. And one of them in one of the craziest overtimes I ever saw last night. Wait, the Bengals and the Raiders are your two other teams? Yes. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Uh, my best friend Nick can tell you, Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller have my heart. And like, I drafted Jacobs as a rookie. And Darren Waller, I drafted before he became a thing because I'm like, Yo, watch this. So, like, they have my heart. So, when Waller came out of last night with 19 pass, like, uh, 19 uh, attempted catches, wonderful. I love it. Love it. He's the man. And you know what about last night's game is it has been a long time since ESPN had a, had like a, a good high production value Monday night football game because it's very true. As soon as they took it off ABC, Man, they taint. They're horrible. Well, I mean, I have to be honest. I think every football game should be on Nickelodeon because that was pretty good last Yo, year. Yeah, that was, was great. Those were fun. Also, like the 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 Peyton and Eli commentary, like that that was super fun on ESPN too. Like the Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, like it was just them talking over the game. That was a blast. I heard about that, but I didn't get to see it at all. They just brought like they brought on Charles Barkley, who was just like, oh, come on, Eli, don't act like you don't know what it's like being booed at home. Like when he was talking about Derek Carr, <laughs> like said that to his face. Oh, my God. And then they brought on like Ray Lewis and then they brought on Travis Kelsey. Like they just brought on so many people. It, like it was literally them like in their living room. Like I think Peyton's in his basement and Eli's like in his garage. And they're just like streaming them watching the game and just like talking to each other about what's happening on the game. It's super fun. That's amazing. But, fellas, we are here to talk about some fresh, hot video games. So, Austin, why don't we start off? What have you been playing? All right, so I've been playing two games. I'll start with the uh, the the new release, which is WarioWare. Get it Ooh, together. Yeah. Uh, which just came out um, at the time of recording a few days ago. So it'll be a, a week prior to those listening on Friday when this episode releases. But. Um, it's the new WarioWare game. I think it's the first one since I want to say there was maybe one on the 3DS like uh, five or six years ago, maybe. Um, and I've actually never played any WarioWare games. So this is my my first time. I, I know vaguely what they are, um, where, you know, the old games. George, you probably know better than I do. I think you said you had maybe played some. But basically, like, you kind of just like do an action quickly on your controller or whatever it is. And. Um, you know, you go from mini game to mini game very rapidly, and and that's kind of how it works. Um, from what I can tell, they changed the formula this time around, and I'm sure I'm sure the big Wario fans out there listening probably already know this. But this game, instead of it being like if it 
trying to figure out how to explain this to people that have never played it. If the old games, you you just have like a prompt that comes up on the screen that's like, I don't know, for example, press A to pick nose hairs or whatever it is that's in the game. Uh, this game works a little differently because each mini game you use a character. So it's it's more so like instead of just pressing a button to do something, you actually have like a physical character on the screen that you have to move around to perform these actions. So like the one that they showed a lot in the trailers was the toothpaste one where you have to move your little Wario character and go to the little toothpaste and like basically push him into the the packet to get it to squeeze out. And so stuff like that. There's like apparently over 200 mini games. There's some really cool ones that are like Nintendo references. Um, the, yeah, there's just some really cool stuff in it. And I have to say, I mean, I'm really enjoying it. The only caveat that I'll put on this, though, is that I've only played it two player. So Andy and I are playing the whole thing split screen together because the entire game, the story, everything in the game is two player, which is awesome for us. Um, I haven't played it at all single player yet, so I can't really comment how that is. But it's really, really good. The co-op's really, really good. I I don't necessarily know that it would be worth the $50 price tag unless you're playing it like like we are, you know, split screen. I'm not exactly sure how that carries over as far as like playing this game single player the whole time. I, I can't really comment on it, but I don't know. It's it's a it's a great game. So I'm really enjoying it. It's good to have a new Switch game, that's for sure. <laughs> I remember when the very the the first one came out on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, that was and, the only one I've played. It's so good. <laughs> and and that's the thing. Before the day of social media and all that stuff, yeah. that game, I, I never played it because it just didn't seem like my thing. But it had a lot of hype. Like a lot of people said it was like more positive than any negative. So there's a big following for that series. I think it helps that like that game sort of came out right as like Adult Swim started taking off. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so it it just felt like really really uh like what is it convergent evolutionary humor. Like they were both like happening at the same time happening in their own sort of segments of the world but like going forward right. in the same direction. Um super fun like it just <laughs> Anytime I bring up Wario, my sister, who like always played as Wario in Mario Kart, she does <laughs> one of two things. She always goes, I'm going to win. And then she goes, twirl the pasta, which was like a micro game from the Game Boy Advance WarioWare. Right. Like it just had such a lasting impression because it was like ridiculous inane stuff that they would make you do in that game. And it was it was just so weird. It was such like a, a curveball out of nowhere. Yeah. No, this new one is still super weird. And, and you know, on a... On paper, it might sound kind of strange as far as like, okay, this is a game where you're literally playing like these little kind of mini game things in the span yeah, of like five seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's not for everybody. The thing I will say, though, is there is a demo on the eShop. So if you think this at all sounds mm-hmm. interesting, just go try the demo and, and see how you feel. Um, again, though, I think... I think if you're into it and you have another person to play with, I think it's a it's a really good purchase for for Switch for for split screen. So uh, the only other game I wanted to talk about briefly, though, is Outer Worlds, which I oh, yes. jumped into early last week. I was just kind of looking around on my Series X and looking at Game Pass and and what was on what games were on there that I hadn't played yet, and uh, Outer Worlds was on there, and it kind of piqued my interest because. 
I was never super into like the Elder Scrolls games or, or Fallout. I had tried to get into Skyrim and I enjoyed it for what it was, but I think I kind of just beat the story and then left it there. And then when Fallout 4 came out, I was really excited for it because of the hype surrounding that game. And I got it and I was kind of like, yeah, okay, this is fun for a while. And I was kind of disappointed at the end. I think a lot of people were with that game, but I was in the mood for that style of game. And so I jumped into Outer Worlds and man, I love that game. That game is really, 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 really good. That's like the best um, Bethesda game. Seriously. Like, yeah, it's, seriously. It's really, yep. really special. It's, um, I mean, it's, it's exactly what I was expecting Fallout 4 to be. And that's a really good thing because that game had so much hype behind it. And like I said, I was pretty disappointed by that game in the end. And so um, I'm just completely sucked into it right now. I'm really enjoying the way that the companion system works and looks great on series x by the way it got a next gen upgrade so it's 4k 60 frames and like instant loading of course and so it's a it's a really good time to play it and i just can't put it down so i'm excited to to dig into it more i really want to replay that because like at the time i kind of i'm not gonna say speed ran it but i had like so many got so many games coming out right at the same time to the point where in one weekend, like I beat that on a Friday, I beat another game on a Saturday and I beat another one on a Sunday. And so I didn't take my time with it. So I really want to go back and actually do more in it. I want to play the DLC. I enjoyed the game enough that I, I really want to go back and go back into that world. Also, it's like, world. A, it's like a 20, 25 hour game. I think you could do it faster than that. Like Elijah, like you were oh, yeah. saying, but it's like, not that long. It's pretty awesome that it's like, okay, we're gonna give you this, really comprehensive established world that feels pretty lived in feels a lot older than it is just in terms of like its own like self-created history and we're not going to waste a single second of your time doing it it's yeah. it's really in- incredibly well designed and that's like i enjoy games like you know fallout the elder scrolls and that but they're always just way too long for my taste and that yeah, that made outer worlds just fantastic yeah and the story is actually interesting. And I find, I don't know, something about these game, this type of game, I never really find like the side quests that interesting and stuff. But I'm actually like really enjoying kind of the, the character building and world building in this game. The side quests are really, really good. Um, I just, yeah, I, I think it's a, a great game. And you should definitely check it out if you have Game Pass. Well, that and the, the progression where it's like, it lets you like advance your character, but at the cost of like a flaw where like, Okay, yes. you can do this, but uh, you're like really scared of robots now. You know, <laughs> like it just yeah. it does all the stuff where like you actually feel like you're playing a role, right? More than I do in traditional Bethesda, like because like Bethesda, it it doesn't matter. Like I'm sorry, but it doesn't. Like if you choose a Nord at the beginning of the game versus a Dark Elf, it doesn't matter right. what you do in that game. And spend I have to say, hundred hours being an archer, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm bored of this. I want to try magic, and then right. you go from being like the archer of legend to being Dumbledore like it it doesn't matter you know yeah the the only other thing I'll say is that I love the humor in the game and it's like pretty subtle but like today for example I unlock the um the robot that's sitting in your ship that you can have in the companion and he just like runs around like spewing acid on people and they just start melting and it's like this is the most ridiculous hilarious situation and I love it so I'm really excited for the second one after playing this George, what about yourself? What have you been playing? 
I played one game on Sunday from about 1 p.m. until about 11.30 p.m. And it's called fantasy football. Just kidding. I mean, that's 100% <laughs> like, true. In, in my yeah. mind, I was thinking, wait, you didn't watch football? <laughs> uh, no, I, I I did play fantasy football. Elijah and I might record just like a one-off fantasy football just to see if anyone actually cares. Because uh, I'm willing to bet should. no, but we do. So that's yeah. enough for us. Um, absolutely. Now, two games that I've played uh, that I want to talk about. Uh, I finally took the plunge. You, everyone here has been talking about it so much. I downloaded Final Fantasy XIV yeah, on my PlayStation yeah, 5, buddy. and I gave it a go. And I'm going to keep playing it, but I'm not going to enjoy it. There's just <laughs> something so archaic about MMOs. Like, just the design space of MMOs that I don't understand the appeal to. And it really feels like everyone's like, oh, but the end game content is so good. I'm like, yeah, but that's like 45 hours away. And like, I think we've talked about this before, where it's just like, dude, you got to watch this TV show. It gets really good in season five. You're like, cool. So I just have to watch four years of not great TV show to get to the part that you think I might like. Okay, cool. What's what's 80 hours of my life to get to that point? Screw it. You know, like it just feels like that with MMOs. I will say the game is absolutely gorgeous, especially for the scale it's operating at. The music is phenomenal. And it's uh, it's oddly satisfying combat in the game. It is a completely thoughtless game at this point. I don't care for the story at all. I barely understand it. Um, but it's a perfect podcast game. Just going to sit here and listen to... to you know, NBA off-season podcast and, and try to psych myself up for them Celtics who are going to win it all this year. It's definitely, I mean, the story in the the base game, especially that, like, starting half is, like, a complete just snooze fest. Mm-hmm. But it definitely gets a lot better. And I've only played through the first expansion, and I've, I've heard that the other two expansions have a great story, too. But And the first expansion story is amazing as it is. Yes, it is. I'm sure it is, but it's just like MMOs just seem so boring. Like, yeah. DC Heroes, DC Universe Heroes, whatever that game is called. Like that DC Universe get me Online. In. Yes, that's, what, that's the one. DC that Euro. one couldn't yeah. get me in. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online, I, like, bought every expansion as it was coming out, and I would, like, roll a new character with each expansion and be like, maybe this time it's on sale for 15 bucks. maybe this time I'll enjoy it. Never did. And so it's just, like, these things that, like, I feel more of an attachment to than Final Fantasy couldn't do it, so I'm just kind of, like, waiting for the the bottom to fall out with, with this one. I'm going to tell you all a story that I have never once told to another living being regarding an MMO and only two other people know about this. So, I was trying Star God. Wars the I was trying Star Wars the Old Republic. And I was playing with Chris from work and I think Seth it was. And I had a real and this was at the time I didn't really know anything about MMOs too much. And we were fighting a few guys and like all right, I'm going to run in here and see what we have in here. And they're like, no, don't. And the boss fight starts. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Jenkins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've oh, never no. told anybody else about that story. But Elijah, what's horrible is I've seen that happen in Final Fantasy 14. And I've literally seen the Leroy Jenkins thing where you're in a 24 person raid and one guy runs in. And then the other 23 people are locked out and he's just sitting there fighting. This well, boss. did you know that they made it 
so if somebody starts to fight and you're out of it, it has a button teleport to fight. Oh, nice. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it stops awesome. that from happening. If, because, unless, because of Leroy, the, it's the it's the Jenkins rule. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> my my favorite is uh, I think it was the cover for The Last Jedi where the cover has like the one X-Wing in front of the bunch of the ships. And then at the bottom, it just says Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however you feel about The Last Jedi, that poster is awesome. That is such That's a sick so one. So true um underrated movie so i'm gonna spend more time with final fantasy 14 but again i'm not gonna like it but i'm gonna do it just because like what i'm getting kind of over split gate so i need something else to just like i don't know what to play i might as well play this you mean let me ask you this your time is valuable right and i'm sure well of course it is everybody's time is valuable and i'm sure you're working and you got this new house so you got you know, honeydew projects galore, right? So you have a little bit of time to game. Why are you gaming? Why are you playing a game that you know that you're not going to enjoy? Mostly because of beer and insomnia. Some mixture of those two together. It's my little my little Molotov cocktail for, for late night gaming. Okay. I actually understand that well because, and I'll just, talk about it uh in my section briefly but i had a game recently that i played through and got the platinum for that i wasn't super fond of but it was a great podcast or hulu game yeah that's a big part of it too also like video games in general just calm me down like uh when i'm super anxious like anything with like actionable goals that i can like meet without too much like high octane situation you know just like the amount of quests they give out in final fantasy and like completing them in like within three minutes of getting it like that's oddly satisfying so i'm not saying that i don't enjoy everything about it but it's just it seems incredibly slow and also i like made my character like that hot cat lady and then i jumped into the world and there's just a million hot cat ladies and i'm like oh man i'm no better than anyone else here should have should have made a fat person should have made a fat dude with a beard I'm a really tall fellow with horns. That sounds cool, too. Yeah. Um, the yeah. other game I played, only a little bit of, I just completed the first area, but I got so excited for Psychonauts 2 that I added Psychonauts to like, my list of three games I want to try when Austin and I made that dumb promise to each other a couple months yeah, ago that, that I, I held up and he did not. No. Um, I played the first Psychonauts, and this is the first time I got like actively mad at PlayStation because I've played original Xbox games on my Series X no on my uh, Xbox one apologies um, and they look great they look phenomenal they look like how I remember the game looking I'm playing a PlayStation 2 game on PlayStation on PlayStation 4 and it looks like butt. like this is the first time I've been like oh man this is not a good looking game this like runs kind of janky whereas like I play Star Wars Battlefront 2 on my Xbox one all the time and like that game runs better than it ever did on the original hardware looks better than it ever did on the original hardware. Like they actually set up a situation for older games to like succeed in a way that PlayStation just doesn't care about. Yeah. Because didn't they do like where all the older games get like an up res and yeah. all this different stuff. Yeah. And I assume like a, like a frame rate boost and I'm going to play this on PlayStation. Cause I want that platinum trophy, but like, man, I just, I wish Sony cared a little bit more about old games. You and me both. Yeah. But that's me. That, that Those are my two. Good games. Good games. Coach, how about yourself? Got my first platinum. 
Yeah, Ooh. buddy. Proud of you. My first one. And I was focused too. Like, I'm like, so real quick, I started playing Spider-Man about two months ago. Then when school started, maybe it was even a little bit longer than that. But once teachers went back to school for like five weeks, I didn't play. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to jump back into this game. But, um, and I was at the point where all hell breaks loose, right? And in, in that, that point towards the end. And uh, I'm like, you know what? Let me just start over again. And let me really learn the, the, the battle system, all of the moves. So I did that. And then I just, I had a strategy. And before you know it, I had a majority of the, the, um, the trophies. And I wasn't that far away. And then just last weekend, I'm like, I'm doing it. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, I was able to, um, and I didn't go quickly because I just, I kept doing what I had been doing the way that I, my strategy, but I was able to play for like five, six, seven hours each day. So I was able to get the platinum and then, um, and so now I'm going through the DLC and I just beat the second, uh, the second season, I guess you could say, the one with Hammerhead. So now I'm about to go up against Sable, which I'm sure, like, th this DLC is no joke. <laughs> they, throw, they throw everything at you. Like, these dudes, well, they had the dudes with the whips in the first one, but now they'll throw, like, two dudes with whips, and then you'll have, like, four of those dudes that are on those jetpacks and the shield. Oh, God. Bro. I Dude, just those like stupid like sable agents or whatever they're called the ones with the jetpacks. I freaking hate those guys. Those weren't that bad because they didn't have that shield. It's these uh, these mafia guys that have that shield that they'll just like you'll be throw someone in the air and you're fighting out of nowhere. They'll just knock you won't even see them. So, uh, but yeah, I love the game. It's one of my favorite games. I'd say it, it's a top five game. Um, for me so yeah and then when i get to kuwait which uh we report in three weeks but when i actually get into country i'll start miles because i'm gonna have my ps5 shipped out to me all right yeah, buddy so i think you're gonna platinum miles but here's a heads up about the platinum with miles okay you gotta play the game on new game plus to get the platinum so what i suggest you do is I suggest you start miles, you finish miles, you take your time, you enjoy the scenery, right? Okay. And then you play Astrobot as like a little palate cleanser. And then you take like a day or two off, and then you go through, you can beat Miles Morales if you know what you're doing, if you have the powers. And I think on New Game Plus, you can like skip all the cutscenes and stuff. Most of them, yeah. You can bang that out in like five hours. So like that's just like a, okay... I'm just going to sit here, catch up on stuff like Elijah. And I was saying earlier. Yeah. Like the Hulu podcast game, you know, just like something to do or so, it's just like, but I read that it's like a one playthrough. No, there, there is a trophy for beating the game on new game plus. Yeah. But, so you, the do, game, you do have to beat it twice. I think one full playthrough of me getting every single trophy, except for the one being on new game plus was like nine hours. Yeah. Okay. So, Okay. So I didn't read that. I, I didn't know you had to do that. But I mean, they, it, I looked at like the, 
the triple A games that were relatively easy to platinum. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, uh, I, the Jedi Fallen Order I heard is a rather easy yeah. platinum to get. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, even though it takes 50 hours, that's a relatively easy one. So I went and picked up some games. Um, I got, um, Oh, you got the bug, man. You got the platinum. I bug. am so proud of you. <laughs> like you it's, have no idea, bro. Deep down, I got OCD bad and my students call me out. And so once I got that, once I was focused on getting that trophy, that platinum and I got it, I'm like, okay, let's do this. Um, let's see. What are some of the other Ghost of Tsushima? Is yes, I picked up that easy one. one. Yeah, yeah I, I picked up that one. They said that about one. that shortly. They said that that was an easy plat, and then I, and of course I had Ratchet and Clank. So I that ha- one's I, awesome. That one's so much easier to platinum than the PS4 one. Oh, you mean the uh, the, fir- oh, the, so, yeah, the remaster uh, one? Yeah, Rift uh, Rift Apart is so much easier of a platinum because like I ended up I had to play Ratchet and Clank ps4 like several like I, I think i had to play through the campaign like five times to get the platinum like i got so annoyed by the end of it so the you mean the 2016 one yeah because you have to like level up all the guns yes like, i think in uh rift apart you just have to level up a couple okay all the way because yeah i remember looking at the trophy list just to see i'm like oh hell no yeah and i think you have to beat it on the hardest level too right yeah uh that's Pretty easy once you level up your guns, though. Right. <laughs> well, Coach, only 112 more Platinums, and you'll be caught up to me. Not yeah, even. Only, I'm uh, not in a race. Only uh, <laughs> 70 more, and then you're caught up to me. I still want to... I think I still can hit 100 by the end of the year. That was oh, originally you, my goal. You absolutely can. I just, just... I'm not going to compromise my, my name is Mayo. My name is Mayo. I was going to say, you don't... You easily can. You just don't get a say in what games you have to play. Yeah. George, did you platinum sound shapes three times? Did you uh, do that? I did not. You, I can't, got, you can't do can't it the do easy way anymore. anymore. Yeah. Really? You have to platinum it three individual times now. Why? Because they disbanded like the server, so you can't just oh. sync your save. <laughs> okay. Well, I did it the way where I platinumed it once and got got two more platinums for free. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, sound shapes might be my fastest platinum oh yeah two seconds it was like six seconds or something like that for all of them to pop yeah was and horrible. i was i tried doing that with ghost of tsushima sorry to step on your toes yeah i know you're about to talk about it but i like loaded up the wrong save file on playstation 5 so like 70 percent of the trophies popped and then it just stopped i was like where's the platinum where's the platinum so it's gonna say like ghost of tsushima like it's not gonna be like platinum in one minute it's gonna be like platinum in 12 minutes because i had to like go back on the cloud and like get figure a out. <laughs> yeah. I actually had to go like un like find my PlayStation 4, plug it back in, upload that save because like I played it for like ten hours at the end, so I didn't upload the save at the end because I'm like, well, I beat it. Like, what's the difference? And then I had to like you know reinstall the game or find the game on the consoles, upload the save, and then download it again. It was pretty funny. So I'll go next with what games I've been playing, considering I'm the last one, so that makes actually pure sense. So as we just mentioned, uh, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. You know, I said it before, I'm not the biggest fan of the game. Like, I felt by the end of the game, like, I'm glad it's over. Actually, for the longest time, like, I'm not going to even try to get the Platinum because I just don't really want to spend the time in it. But lately, uh, I have found it is the perfect. I'm rewatching the League on Hulu. So pop that on and just pop on Ghost of Tsushima. 
and start going down the checklist. And it, fame, not famed Mongolian invader Shiva, Shiva Kamini, Kama, Soma, Kama, 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 So that's I went from having like 30% of the trophies because you know there are so many added ones now to now I have 86% of the trophies and I have every single single player trophy in the game, including replaying the game on New Game Plus. Damn. Which it only took me like six hours because I just rushed through it. Um, but yeah, that is the perfect just podcast game. But I am excited for a couple of us to jump into Legends because the one big thing I have to give the game is the gameplay itself is great. So just the Ghost of Tsushima gameplay, hanging out with my bro bros and really funny you playing say them. Because I feel like a lot of people criticize gameplay the most, where they were just like, yeah, this feels like a PS2 game. And I, in my head, I'm like, yeah, man, that's why I like it. Because <laughs> like, uh, if the yeah. combat was a little clunky, I will totally admit that. Um, I thought it was I, great, but... It's like a weird complaint to me. I don't know. Maybe I just like adore that game, but I love the gameplay in that game. I really like the combat. And yeah, I, I think I, gameplay's great. I could see that complaint maybe a little bit as far as like the PS2 thing. Although I did hear, I know a big complaint a lot of people had was there was no uh, lock on for your yes. targets. Yeah. And I know that they did add that in. So at least yeah. that's there now. But yeah, that's such a good game. Such and good game. the nice thing. So I found out uh, single player, you can't upload to PS5 and then re go back to the PS4 version. But Legends, you can. Because okay. it's like a separate save file kind of thing. And I think it's because they're adding that like uh, Legend standalone. Right. And I, I think it's because of that. But Legends, you can go between PS4 and PS5 all the time. Cool. Um, so I got all the single, single player stuff. So now I'm ready to jump into the PS5 one. Watch that plat pop in under a minute. How long was the, uh, was it Ichi Island? How long was that DLC? Do you remember? Um, Ichi Island took me probably... I'm going to say like seven, eight hours, okay. if that. Um, the main story was like three, and then it was just going around. Exploring, yeah. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of... Like, th th there was one more shrine uh, where you have to like Nathan Drake around to it. <laughs> uh, one, of the newest, one of the newest things is Animal Sanctuaries, which is almost like a rhythm game. Where you know how in a like game like Rock Band or that when you're singing, it'll show the pitch and you have to like change. Basically, you have to do that, but just you have like a dot that you have to like bring up and down as the like note flows for the instrument. You do that with the microphone on the controller? No, no, you just do it with like a thumbstick. Okay. But it just you keep that in as like the note flows or whatever. And then like a kitty comes up and you pet it um or deer just a weirder one but yeah that was just a good hulu game i got the platinum in it finally and all i have left is the legend stuff now the three games i did want to talk about originally uh quickly lost in random which recently came out it looks like tim burton the game like one of his uh stop motion movies got turned to a game it's really fun it's really charming there are definitely some problems with it like i keep forgetting there's no jump button uh and like it keeps tripping me out especially in combat uh but mainly 
the combat deals with you throw a die there's cards involved it's honestly i'm terrible at describing it because i tried to describe it to someone already and i'm like i can't do that but it, it's it's quirky it's nice it's very charming is the perfect word i can give uh like the last boss part of the fight was a rhyme battle and it's like okay i don't know where this came from but i like it uh the two main games i, I do want to talk about though is i played through in platinum life is strange true colors this game is easily on my game of the year list and is easily my favorite life is strange i thought it was fantastic so many of the characters in the game are fantastic like super well written super well characterized i like walking through i'm like i want to be friends with you i want to be friends with you i have a crush on you i want to be friends with you like it it does such a good job of humanizing these characters in a way life is strange i don't think has done before and the story had me the whole time because it's one of those on at the end of chapter two you're like i know what's going on but i don't know why and i even got mostly a bad ending because people didn't believe me and i'm like oh no i don't know how it's going to turn out and at first i was like all right this this ending kind of sucks honestly and then the way it ended i'm like all right all right you got me i'm in fine that was great so that is pretty high on my game of the year list and i highly recommend it i may or may not have cried a couple times but the main game that blew me away and i didn't expect this is the medium it is a horror game from bloober team that came out this year it actually released on xbox series s and x in january and it's actually very reminiscent of a silent hill game i would say and it's very narrative driven there's no like combat combat there's kind of some things you can do to like stave off attacks but it is much more puzzle based uh not quite a like fixed camera angle but it is a fixed camera so you don't control the camera like as you're walking the camera will move along with you and it'll stop at certain parts and it's very much like that the music is amazing and i streamed the whole thing and at the end i was saying this game really makes me think of silent hill especially the music and i look it up one of the two main composers of the game was the composer of all the silent hill games and there are two vocalists on the album, Mary McGuinn and Troy Baker. And when you go back to Silent Hill HD collection on PS3 and 360, Troy Baker did the voice of the main character in Silent Hill 2, and Mary McGuinn did the voice of his wife. So like, there is Silent wow. Hill vibes all <laughs> over the entire soundtrack. Um, That's amazing. The... Uh, so originally before i played it i thought the whole like switching dimension thing you could do on a whim you can't but it's really neat the way it's set up because it'll show both dimensions like side by side and the character looks the exact same so like it's doing the same thing so in the world like a staircase might be right here and you'll see a staircase in the other world but it's all like brown and like distraught and everything it's really neat the way it's done and then especially in cutscenes, because it'll show again the character is doing the exact same thing in the real world and the other dimension 
And it's really neat the way it's done, especially at the end of the game. I was sat there just like mind blown. And I was so hooked on this game. It is my game of the year. And I had no expectations for that going into it. I just thought, I'm excited to play this. I like Bloober Team. It beats Resident Evil for me. I loved it. I cannot recommend that game enough. I definitely want to play it. Um, and it's awesome now that it's on PS5 now as well, obviously. So, And one of the cool things it does is it utilizes the uh, DualSense where at one point you're walking in the rain and it's the same thing as Returnal where you can feel every raindrop on the controller and then doing different things with like your powers in the other world will affect how tough the triggers are or that it's so it's very well done it's not over the top but it's there and that, that game's just incredible I can't recommend it enough and on Xbox it's on Game Pass so yeah play so that coach game. awesome what are you waiting for play that game yeah um <laughs> I need it, to for sure. it, is, it is very narrative based uh th- that's one thing i want to make clear no, so you like, like narratives you got glasses <laughs> <laughs> um i'm actually going to do my first full video review since last year and i'm doing it on the medium Nice. Awesome, man. Looking looking forward to that. I even imported the soundtrack on vinyl from Europe. <laughs> Nerd alert. Uh, that, that's really cool. I'm trying to remember the last time I got like that smitten with a game. Like I'm a little jealous. I'm trying to remember the last time like a game just like had me a hook, line, and sinker the way the medium has you. I beat the game and the next day I'm like, well, I should go back to Ghost of Tsushima and continue. I just want to play more medium. <laughs> I can't. It's over. I want. More. I know the last time. I know the last time. It was Control, a few yeah. months ago. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so good, Coach. When was the last time a game just had its had its hooks into you, and it was all like it consumed you? It was all you could think about. <laughs> Coach, He's... Coach George just asked you a question. Would you ask George? <laughs> <laughs> I said, when was the last time a game had its hooks into you to the point where it was all you could think about? Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Okay. And then before that, probably uh, Breath of the Wild. Okay. Austin, please keep that pregnant pause in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I so that wasn't will. a pregnant pause. That was just like a... Oh, no. That was a pregnant pause as we all just stared at Coach. That wasn't a pregnant pause. He didn't know what was going on. A pregnant pause like implies like like deliberate <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's coach had no idea yeah <laughs> oh my god it was so good i'm just trying to catch up on the showcase that's all speaking of the show that was all i had for games speaking of the showcase this past week playstation showed off their playstation showcase 2021 which is for all intents and purposes basically their what was their e3 show mm-hmm. um it's where they show off all their like big hitters where we see stuff I didn't expect to see. And I'm like, maybe it was too early, but that's where they show it off. So we're going to go over from top to bottom T to B. And just, we will, if anybody wants to chime up on any of them, just let me know, raise your hand, make your screen bump up and down, whichever, but we'll go through and see what, the show had to say 
we'll start off with what honestly for me was probably the biggest announcement of the whole thing, even though we kind of knew about it. But it was nice to see. George, why don't you tell us a little bit about that very first thing they showed off? Oh, man, it is a beautiful little teaser trailer for Knights of the Old Republic remake. (laughs) The hit 2020 slash 2021 thing, adding the word remake to your game title. It was so ugly, like the font selection they did. I agree. For for the word remake. Knights of the Old Republic looked great. Also, Darth Revan in uh, HD graphics looks phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um. What they need to change the game to make it good, right? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> the game's not good. Like the game's like the, a great story, but it's not like a good game. Like mechanically. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. they need to like it basically like bro, bring it up. Like if you're gonna do this, like make it fifth edition. Like you gotta upgrade your 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 D and D rule book that you're playing off of. If not, just change it outright. I don't necessarily want it to be an action game. I don't think that's as interesting as a role-playing yeah. game, but like, I don't know. I, I think they did like D&D either second or third edition. I just didn't didn't care for it very much. Yeah. So is it confirmed at all that this is like a timed exclusive or anything? Is from that... what I hear, it's timed. Okay. I don't know how much time, but from what I that's hear, still, it is timed. That's a huge get, though. Still. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, they kind of have to do this now because Xbox just bought so many third-party developers that like, okay... Yeah. We need to start buying exclusives, like just to like give your first party studios a break. Like just thinking about it, like in terms of football, where it is like, all right, um, we're gonna rest this running back on third down, so you need to go in and like get us those two yards. You know, like it. They are treating it like that. So locking up third party exclusives is and, really smart, since Microsoft just claimed half of the roster off the goddamn waiver like, wire. One one big thing I want to say quick is everyone always brings up, especially like when PlayStation bought Housemark and uh, that PC porting studio and uh, most recently Fire Sprite, is everyone's like, everyone was mad when Xbox did it, now PlayStation's doing it. PlayStation is buying studios that has worked with PlayStation for like 20 years. Uh, the people who run Fire Sprite, half of that team was from playstation liverpool yeah like these teams have worked with playstation almost exclusively for like 20 years bethesda has made multi-plat games for the last 15 years that's that's the big difference there's a difference yeah i like that's the only reason it it didn't even like i'm not big on bethesda games so it's not like it upset me that much i'm just like these are a bunch of multiplat games that are now stuck on one family of consoles. That was the only thing about me. But like everybody was saying f- about the Fire Sprite thing, oh, PlayStation's buying studios now too. Yeah, Fire Sprite got their start by making PlayStation games. They've made it's one game that has come to other consoles. It's weird though, right? Because it's one of those things like, like Spider Man shouldn't be a Sony thing. It should nope. be on every. It should be on every platform. It really should. But a Sony developer made it. As yeah. opposed, like, the new Indiana Jones game sh- yeah. shouldn't be an Xbox exclusive, but it's going to be because oh, machine yeah. games, you know, well, so like it, there, there needs to be like a prisoner of war exchange or something, you know, like like a little treatise that happens between them where they with uh, Indiana Jones. It's not completely known, though, because if you think about it, 
the deal was in place before the studio was bought. So like is part of that deal that it comes out on everything. We just don't know yet. Like sure. that's just that's complete unknown. I can see it both ways. Like I can see an argument for both sides of it. <clears throat> All right. Ne- next up we have a game that I'm very, very curious about, Project Eve, which looks like almost like a Bayonetta style platinum game. Yeah, it looked awesome. Yeah, with like a little too much ray tracing. <laughs> so much ray tracing. <laughs> like just a little too much for my taste. But yeah, it looks pretty good. It <laughs> again, not much is known. Uh, apparently it was like first announced like a year or two ago, but they didn't really show almost anything. This was the first time we saw a bunch of gameplay. The game looked gorgeous, man. I don't oh care God. for action games like that, but like that is a hugely compelling game to me. Just in like, the, like it looks so fluid. It looks so pretty. I gotta mm-hmm. check this out. The eyes on the creature had eyes. You have me. <laughs> and it's a Korean developer too, which is kind of interesting. Yes. You don't really see too many uh, Korean shift, developed games. Shift Up Games is yeah. the company. The next thing they showed off was Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which the best thing about this trailer was baby metal. I'll just say that. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. (laughs) All right. Yeah, sure. It's more Borderlands. Oh, wait, baby metal. All right. I'm watching this trailer. (laughs) I was not expecting that at all. I was so excited when I heard that. It it looks like Borderlands. So it's Borderlands. Elijah, I haven't really looked into this game at all. Is it? basically the same as borderlands like is it still going to be four-player co-op and work the same way that that's what's expected um okay they made it clear that it's not a borderlands game right a while ago and when you watch this trailer it's a borderlands game yeah but (laughs) it's going it's basically going off of the best dlc borderlands ever came out with okay Uh, tiny tina's assault on dragon's keep was super fun and i loved it that's the biggest thing for me with this game like borderlands 3 i haven't played more than like an hour of but tiny tina's wonderlands i'm super interested in because of that also yes we should because i i think i bought it to play with everyone and then i never played (laughs) yeah i even bought all the dlc cool you guys should also play borderlands 2 with me on playstation 4 gotta get that okay gotta get that I'll, i'll do it yeah yeah uh, I mean, I, I'm still looking for people to play the multiplayer in uh, Sackboy Big Adventure with. Oh, hey, what's I'll up, also do that. I'll, <laughs> you, you scratch my back, I'll scratch that beautiful log carrying back. <laughs> yeah, that one. Take my shirt off quick. Please. <laughs> Your sweater's still on. Oh, no. <laughs> the next game we have is Forspoken from Square Enix. This game looks great. I'm it in. Does. I'm sold. Like, I. I I'm I'm digging the main character. I'm digging the scenario, and someone mentioned that like they felt like her dialogue when she's learning how to use these powers and that was like generic. I'm like, okay, but tell me if you found out you could use your mind to do powers, you wouldn't be like, oh my god, I can do freaking powers with my mind. I'm like, I don't care if it's generic. That's what you someone would say. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it looks great. The combat looks fun. I'm in. Um this this was the game that was Project Athia, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, this game looks awesome, and like most impressive to me was like the verticality of the game. Oh, like yeah. it just it goes so high, it goes so low, and plus like it's Gary Witta, right? Right, Gary Witta yeah. and Amy, Amy Hennig. Hennig. Like yeah, it's just got like an all star cast. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sold on it, and it's got to be honestly one of the most like next gen looking games I've seen so far. So true. Like, you look at it and like the particle effects in this game are insane. Oh God. Like yes. Kind of the smoke and like ash and um, it. Yeah. I, that's a game I definitely will be purchasing. Speaking of games, I'll definitely be purchasing. Next up was Alan Wake remastered. Hell yeah. I love Alan Wake. I love it. It's so good. I like control. Don't get me wrong. Control is still my favorite remedy game. Alan Wake amazing game highly highly recommend it and uh we're getting it finally on playstation consoles for the first time upgraded on xbox the screenshot shown off it looks much better i can't wait to play it at 60 frames per second which i'm guessing it's gonna have um, yeah it is that's what i thought yeah I, I can't recommend it enough i also found out there's a novel of alan wake that i'm totally getting because why not it, he's it's, a writer. It's a novel. What Alan would have wanted. Yeah. yeah. Also, that's even better when you look up. Uh, you know how every book will have like an about the author section. The about the author on the book Alan Wake says so and so is the title of the twenty one book Alan Wake. Um, <laughs> so that <laughs> I got a kick out of that. Yeah, Alan Wake is just fantastic. Everyone play. Yeah. And October fifth. That's like yeah. so soon. so soon. Like I'm three weeks away. So no, I can't freaking wait for that game. And I think my understanding is it's only going to be 30 bucks, which yes. is like a great price point for that. And honestly, so, whether, whether it would be a like, it would probably be a crappy thing to do it. But honestly, if they said, hey, this game is 60 bucks, I'd be like, OK. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd still buy it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like House of Ashes uh, is 30 bucks. And I pre-ordered the collector's edition for 60 because I'm like, that's the price of a normal game, and I love these games, so you know what? I'm going to do it. Next up, we have the game that doesn't stop. Ever. Grand Theft Auto V. Coming mm. to next gen. Oh. Was, Grand Theft Auto V was good. Like I'm not going to say that it wasn't good, but it was yeah. good in 2013 when it came out. So like I'll, I'll even give it credit like 2015 when we were playing it online together. We had a blast. Yeah, the, on the PS4 version. Yeah. Yeah. That it, I don't it's 2021. It's coming George, out in 2022. Were you ever into the online in that game at all, George? Did you ever Never get into that? Yeah. See, with friends, I love the online. It's the only thing about that game I like. I think the single player, absolute trash. I think it's a terrible single player game i just the only thing i wish the driving weren't so simulation-y like if it were a bit more arcadey and like a bit more fun then uh, that game would be perfect but like the the times that game decides to take itself seriously is just off-putting to me like it's just not what i want to do the 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 two times i will forever remember our online escapades are Seth not being able to land a plane as for 15 minutes we're there flying planes listening to Danger Zone and the other time is when we're 
were playing survival and you just hear really loud chester's down that game has some great background dialogue like i i so good playing online with friends that game is great i wouldn't yeah. do it again in a heartbeat but let the game go yeah the I think thing it's... is is like not to play devil's advocate, but if they're still making money, on, oh yeah, they're making know, a ton of money. They have no reason, right? It's all a top seller every month. Yeah, yeah, but like that Mario Kart Eight, just, just remake Vice City, man. Come on, just do it. I heard supposedly, rumors supposedly of remasters are coming, but I th- I would have thought they would have gotten in, announced here, honestly. Yeah, but what did get talked about next is Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm in on this game. Yeah, looks fun. It looks like if you're a magic user in Elder Scrolls, but set in modern day haunted Tokyo. And you know what it's like? That game breakdown on the original Xbox. The game's incredible. I remember you playing that and you talking about it. And I'm like, I want to check that out. Yeah, you guys, you got to play. If you have an Xbox, you got to play that game. It's so weird. It's so good. Um, also, isn't it uh, backwards compatible? Yeah, it's on. It's well, on thought. Xbox One. Yeah. Um, no, like it, Ghostwire Tokyo. I was not into it when they first announced it. I didn't care. Uh, seeing this trailer, I'm, I'm, I think I'm in. Like, I think I'm all in. I, I constantly am. What what's the word I'm looking for? Cautiously optimistic, because I really like that studio. I've liked all their games that they've released so far. All two of them. Uh, but I've really liked them, so I'm going. I was going in cautiously optimistic, and this trailer pretty much sold me on it. Haunted yeah. Tokyo, right there. Is it looks the really first good. thing to get me in. Next uh, up, yeah. they showed another trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, which is becoming the Deathloop of Square Enix. <laughs> That's not true. Deathloop looks good. <laughs> so with this game. You don't have to purchase Avengers, correct? It's a standalone. No, it, it's a completely standalone game, um, single player. It, yeah, it's its own thing. It'll be it, interesting to see the reviews, and if it gets good reviews, then I can see myself picking it up just because I love those characters so much. It's the first Guardians of the Galaxy brought me back into the MCU because I just got so burnt out. I'm like, I, I'm out. And then I just by chance, I'll go see Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, okay, I'm back in. So it'll be interesting to see how the gameplay of this game is when it releases. I love you, James Gunn. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested in it. Uh, I'm not going to get it right away just because I I cut down on what games I'm getting these next couple months. But that was on my list of, yeah, I'll, I'll grab that. I feel weird saying I'm the biggest comic book fan on this podcast because I know all you guys like comics. Like, I don't want to take that. I think there's an like, I'm willing to make an argument as to how much I love comics. That said, I don't care about this game at all. Like, I just don't. It's not not moving the needle at all for me. I think I, it looks really boring. Yeah, I can also completely understand that. Something about the gameplay to me kind of looks a little off. So I'm, I'm curious how it's going to hold up once it's out. I mean, I. I'm still excited for it. I think the characters and kind of the story and the world that they're putting out there in this game looks interesting, but I don't know, man, something about like the whole 
every single shot we get star lord flying and shooting his guns and then flying and shooting his guns and then sliding and shooting his guns it's like okay is that gonna hold up for like it, a whole yeah, single player is, game is it just bad trailer construction or is it just the way the game is it's the big it question. bad game right construction. yeah <laughs> Well, have you It'll guys played Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3? Have you guys played that? I have. I have not yet. What'd you think about it, Elijah? I didn't like it at all. I didn't really like it either. Because it's more I, like I a top Ultimate. down, right? Yeah. Like the I liked Ultimate type. Alliance 1 and 2. I did not like 3. It felt, it just, it felt very different to me. The next game we have is actually one I'm super excited for. It's the announcement of Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt coming to PS5. Uh, this is the free-to-play uh, Battle Royale game that the way I perfectly describe it, means I played the alpha, and it's currently in early access on PC. This game is not great, but I have a total blast with it because it does so many unique and interesting things in it that it keeps me hooked like there are multiple different uh like factions you can be and each one has its own special like powers and abilities and there are four different blood types in the game so as you're going around you can find like on the map you can find these people with these blood types and if you like drink from them you'll get a special like a kind of ability so it might be like your one type of ability has a cooldown of minus five percent and then you if you find another of that same type you can drink it drink their blood again and it'll be now this ability's cooldown is ten percent and different stuff like that different little one of one of the factions their one ability is to basically turn to a bunch of birds and like stealthily fly somewhere to like get out of danger. And their other ability is to send out a pack of birds to basically annoy somebody. So like while you you're shooting at them, they have to deal with trying to see through these birds and the birds like hurting them just minutely, but enough to like have them say, I need to take care of this. And it's just, it's really interesting the way it plays out. It, it takes enough and changes the formula to make it feel fresh, even if it's not great. And it kept me hooked the entire time. It looks pretty interesting. I mean, the only thing I'll say about the trailer is it looks pretty janky. Um, but oh, it's I definitely mean, to, janky. To be fair, like thinking back to how like PUBG was when it first came out was kind of kind of a rough experience as far as like yeah the quality and kind of consistency and of the game. Just so. like that game, this game is in early access, <clears throat> right, um, right? So. The more and like I played the alpha. There were so little people in the alpha that for the three nights I was playing it, I saw the same people multiple times. So, so well, I, I, I wonder if they just didn't hand out all that many because of servers and such. But maybe this will give the chance for it to really change into a better form of itself but i'm really excited i like i said i enjoyed my time with it and the one thing i was like man i hope it comes to console and i looked and it was like we have no plans to bring this to console well crap looks like i'm playing a pc game and then we got this announcement 
the next thing we got shown trailer number eight nine ten fifteen i don't know for death loop i am so happy this game is out now just so we see no more trailers at shows review yeah, really this game really well Friday. this game looks incredible i don't understand yeah. why people are so down on it. <laughs> i i have zero interest in this game but i'm super happy it's reviewing well because i'm, I'm glad people like it i just have, it, i have no interest it, in it looks like if dishonored and bioshock like had a baby like it, it looks you named incredible. one great game there yeah dishonored yeah that's great no i'm not quite i think that game looks i think the game looks incredible and it's like a crying shame that like these guys will never get to make a playstation game ever again yeah um it looks fantastic and i i i really want it it's just i'll, I'll probably what i'll end up doing is waiting for black friday i'm sure yeah i'm right around oh, the yeah bethesda games go on sale <laughs> just like bandai namco games so the next thing that got shown off is very interesting. Kid Amnesia exhibition. Uh, oh, hell yeah. The Radiohead I'm, thing. I love Radiohead. I'm so in. This looks great. I don't even know what this is, but like, yeah, I'll be there for it. <laughs> I, that's where I was. I was like, I don't know what the hell this is. I don't know what I just watched. Oh, right. That's so exciting because I was trying to think like, huh, what game would start off with like, is this Kid A? Like what game would start off with like a Kid A? track and i was just like oh it's just it's a it's, it's kid a, kid a. Gotcha. <laughs> um be right here an upside down digital slash analog universe created from original artwork and recordings to commemorate 21 years of radiohead's kid a and amnesiac i don't know what i just read i don't know either but i'm in Big words. Check it out. the next game i don't know i don't remember how to pronounce it it's like chia or something like that uh it's the open world game where it looked like you play as this girl in a tropical kind of environment polynesian setting yeah doing things i she could like transform into animals right like she could like take on like the the body of like a turtle and like would use different animals like puzzle solve she had played Uh, dishonored beforehand take control of any animal or object you can find yeah and jam on your fully playable ukulele. I forgot about that. All right, now I'm interested. Yeah, that part was cute. Yeah, it was really adorable. Next up, we got the announcement of, and this is going to go poorly. I can already see it. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection. Now, the reason I can see it going poorly, it is a collection of Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy for playstation 5 and pc which is great but from what i have heard if you own both games you need to rebuy this collection because it's a collection of both games and they're not separate yeah that's one i won't be purchasing Um, i I also have zero interest just because i'm kind of over uncharted honestly well let's be real this was this was a pc port that they right. said, ah, screw yeah. it, let's just well, throw it on PlayStation. The weird yeah. thing about this, though, is... <clears throat> okay, that's awesome. They're getting 4 and Lost Legacy. What about the, the first three? three games that you literally pretty much have to play for 4? It's like... Look, I, okay. I, I'm, just, I'm just sitting <laughs> over here hoping we at some point see... Um, oh, God, what was the Vita one called again? Uh, Golden Abyss. Yeah! That game was fantastic. That might be my yes. favorite Uncharted game. That's my second favorite one. <clears throat> what was your favorite? So, three. Oh, I think three is fantastic. Yeah, I think so too. 
So developers have done that. Remember, um, first of all, The Last of Us, you know, you had to buy the remaster on PS4, Mm -hmm. you know, and it it, it released. Yeah, but there was no backwards compatibility. There was no backwards compatibility at the time. Okay. And then also, well, that's true because of the PS3. But also remember for the 360, um, the uh, Gears series, and then they mm-hmm. only remastered the first one, and everyone's like, "Well, what about yeah. two and three? Yep. You know." So, so I I just recently replayed through the first three Gears of Wars. Yeah, two and three look fantastic, even without the remaster. Yeah, they do. Like two's the best one. I agree. Two is the best one. Three was just like remember we were playing it, Austin. We're like, let's just get through this. You know. Yeah, when you get and on that brumac, we like, hell yeah. you get on that brumac at the end of two, you're just lighting it up down in that yeah. little lambit hole. Oh my god, so good. One one thing I just want to mention quick is, and like Coach brought it up, everyone's upset about this, like paying to upgrade to like PS5 version of a game or that, and it's like last gen, whether it be Xbox 360 to Xbox One or PS3 to PS4, that didn't exist, and like even on 360 where. You, there was backwards compatibility for most games. It just didn't exist. You had to buy the game. Certain companies would do a thing where if you bought the game digitally, you could pay $10 to upgrade and you would lose the ability to play that last gen one. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, th- this didn't exist. And I'm not saying, you know, it shouldn't exist or whatever. I'm just saying, I don't know why everyone's all surprised about this when it did not, it w- like, People did not act like this last time. I think it's mostly because like Xbox seems to be bending over backwards for its customers in a way that Sony is not. And so by Xbox constantly doing it and by Sony, like not even acknowledging it, they just kind of look like like I I don't think what they're doing is wrong. Well, I, I get that. I just I, think they look like jerks about it. You know? I guess what, what I'm saying is like not even just for like the Sony ones, but like for every game. Sure. Yeah. Like the whole oh, if we bought the last one, we should get the new one, like the newer version of it, free. It was just like, last gen, that wasn't a thing. And, and all of a sudden, now people are all upset about it. When and Do you think it's a different generation of I mean, it's people possible. complaining about it and just people feeling entitled, like they should just be getting free stuff? I think it's that last part because, and honestly, I think social media plays a big part in it because it's much bigger now than it was then. So now everybody can use their internet voice to be like, we deserve this. And before it was everyone just kind of sitting in the house, but we deserve this. And then go talk to the five Wii U owners, (laughs) seeing all their games being remastered with very little. uh, For 60 bucks. Yes. I mean, it's okay. They got Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze never go on sale. That is funny. I think that my issue with all this is not so much the charging. It's just the complete lack of consistency between Uh, the publishers and developers. I mean, there's just no consistency whatsoever. Dude, like, sorry, back to the Wii U for a second. Awesome. You're 100% (laughs) right. That is super frustrating. Yes. But like, if you bought something on Wii, you were able to transfer to your Wii U, no problem. But like to play it on your gamepad, you had to like pay an extra dollar like, yeah. to unlock NES oh, games the on virtual, your Yeah, the virtual yeah. console. Like, yeah. it's just like, okay, guys, like, you're being petty at this yeah, point. big time. I don't think $20 upgrade is petty. I think a dollar upgrade is petty as hell. It's like, oh, if you're charging me a dollar for this, you could just as easily 
not charge me a dollar for this. And those emulators were horrible too. Yeah, on Wii U. Yeah, well, but, the Game Boy Advance the was good. The N64 that, one was abysmal. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's so funny is that gamers, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, but gamers want to say, oh, but the developers, the developers, the developers, right? And so if you get something, you should pay for it, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't mind if I have to to give in a little bit. It's It's not that big a deal, but... On Xbox, we don't have to do that. So, and I haven't been in a situation where I've had to do that on PlayStation yet. Well, and like a lot of people were like, why do we have to pay for the Ghost of Tsushima upgrade and the Death Draining up? Actually, more so the Ghost of Tsushima one. And it's like, well, I mean, these developers are going back and putting in more work to do stuff to the game. And you just want these developers to go back and do more work for free. And it's like, they're they're doing more than just saying all right we're gonna set this just move the slider from 1080 to 21 slide along there we go it's done they're doing much more than that and like the big one that comes to mind is metro exodus metro exodus we should not have gotten for free we absolutely should not have i'm sure microsoft that game though i i'm almost positive microsoft paid him they had to do something Why, why would microsoft have done it though I don't because know because Microsoft has nothing to do with that that studio. Did did that same upgrade happen on the PS5? Yep. Hmm. And PC. And I like, and it that was such a major upgrade. And it's like I wish like I want to buy another copy of that game on a system like even if I don't plan on playing it just because like I feel like I should give them money for that upgrade they did because they did so much to that game. Well, I guess did they add yet. content or what, what was the upgrade? They completely revamped not just the visuals, but like the whole lighting system was redone from okay. scratch. Ray tracing, and like, well, it's not even just ray tracing. Well, you know, like even without ray tracing, all of the lighting is like brought in from a realistic source now. Like they completely redid the lighting in that game. Well, you got to remember about these guys. These guys are insane developers. Like they remember they pushed the they pushed the bar. Like, of course, uh, what is it? Crisis was always the benchmark. But Mm -hmm. for a while, Metro Last Light was the benchmark for PC gaming because they set the tone. So something like this, remember, they came out in an interview and they were talking even before they announced that they were going to do it, that they would be like, man, with all this technology, this would be amazing to just Mm -hmm. go in and upgrade and just kind of, you know, just really explode it you know i i just know like even in that situation they do all that and people would still be like but we we got this other one upgrade for free it's like that other one didn't do even remotely as much these guys probably put in so many extra hours to do this and people just expected it to be free did arkham knight that that wasn't a thing did arkham knight get that upgrade also no Hmm. no uh, arkham didn't get any upgrades for this new general but like uh, th- that was just one thing that got to me is this past gen you had to buy the new versions of the game straight up and just nobody cared everyone was fine yeah with it. and i get that elijah but i mean it's been seven years i mean things have changed so i'm, I, I'm not I just saying don't, they have i'm just saying that that's a good every, everyone acts like this was always a thing 
when it wasn't. And it's just, I don't know, it just upsets me. Like I said, especially seeing people act certain ways towards developers because they feel entitled. And I think it's this new social media generation we're in. No, I don't disagree. I I think we need to kind of wrap this up, though, to to move on after this. But the last thing I'll say is a lot of the free ones. I mean, to me, if it's a simple if this game is multi-plat, it's on PC and literally what they're doing is taking the PS4 version yeah. and just setting this, the settings to, to max or whatever on PC. Yeah, that I agree with. Those games should be free upgrades. I'm sorry, but that, that those should not with. be paid. That, that's, that's my last thing I'm saying. No, that, that I completely agree with. I, I also, think if it's your game was busted as hell on the last system and you, like, you managed to make it run the way it should, yeah, that should probably be free too. Maneater, free upgrade. Exactly. That one should have been a free upgrade. It worked out good. Maneater, uh, Control... I stopped playing Control not because I didn't want to keep playing it, but because it just yeah, ran like, on my PlayStation. But like the Joker said, if you're good at something, you should get paid for it. <laughs> That's true. Speaking That's true. of getting paid for it, and if you're good at something, Marvel's Wolverine. I have nothing to say to this, so you guys take it. Um, I mean, it's awesome. There was no yeah, gameplay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Wolverine is the Marvel character I care about least, so I have. No interest in this whatsoever. I, I, I love cool. I love but. Wolverine. I'm sure they're gonna make like an awesome, fun game. I have no doubt that Insomniac is gonna just do a great job. Um, I don't know. It's fine. Like it's, it's from the just, team. It's from the team that made Miles. It's hard yeah, for me to it, comment on this because it's like what we're gonna get this game in like 2024. Five. That's, that's my oh biggest my God, issue yeah. with all these games that we've seen so far. It's like, cool, I can't wait to play these in two years. Sometime, you know? yeah. You know what would be funny? If it comes out, let's even say, let's say 2024, three years, right? And I know they just announced it, so we don't know how long they've been working on it. But uh, you got to think that they kind of just started it. But think of uh, Metroid Prime 4, man. <laughs> Is that, that game? Be out before, man. It'll be out before that game. Exactly. <laughs> Bayonetta it will. three. Man. Bayonetta three. You know what could really turn all this Blizzard Activision stuff around? Uh, Starcraft Ghost. They've been working on it go. for twenty years. It's about time that game comes out. And they get a special N sixty four release. Yeah. <laughs> but games that you can play sooner rather than later. Gran Turismo seven coming oh, yeah. in March. I'm, yeah. so I'm all in. It looks really good. I'm really the Gran Turismo game. game I ever played was PSP. Um. Oh man. What so a game. I'm, incredibly excited for this and they brought back the like the map. badass operatic music from gran turismo 4 for this one so i'm like mm-hmm. all right even better uh after that um, we oh no go gun ahead. to your head sorry gun to your head gran turismo 7 forza horizon 4 oh forza no doubt forza yeah right no doubt. i'm See, sorry i'll i'll always pick uh gran turismo in that one just because i prefer like track racing over Open what horizon is so like but if you were to say gran turismo 7 or the new forza motorsport the new forza motorsport i think oh, forza yeah. is a much better game i just prefer the style of game gran turismo 7 is to what uh forza horizon is i, I just think miss, forza horizon like, is gonna be amazing i miss turn of the century japanese games like they were just so eclectic and weird and i feel like the language has been kind of like broadened by them to like be more appealing to western audiences but what I liked about them at the time, like Ridge Racer R2, like how oh, like yeah. ja- how like Japanese that game was, you know, like that felt like like culture was just punching me in the face. And I was just so excited about it. And now everything feels so like westernized where I'm just 
our racing right. evolution. Yeah, yeah, I sent the ad for that game uh, in the Slack because yep. I was like bagging up old comics the other day. I have that game actually right here on my Xbox shelf. Good stuff. All right, yeah, sorry. Let's let's burn. Next up, this. we have got Marvel Spider-Man Two, which I still think it was way too early to show this game off. I well, agree. again, they didn't show anything. Well, it's no, just... but I I think it was just way too early because like we just got Wolverine, and now we have this, so everyone's like. All right, so they're making two games. And it's not so much that they couldn't make two games. It's that now the public is like, all right, but they're making two games. Because a lot of people don't realize how game development actually is and that studios have multiple teams. Well, Insomniac is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're a humongous. They're, they're an army at this point. Um, um, I, didn't well, Spider Man come out in like what, 2017? 2018. All right. Yeah. Three years. Or Rat, two, Ratchet and Clank. Two years plus. Just, okay, yeah, that's a fair point. So, because I'm pretty sure the team that made Spider-Man made Ratchet and Clank. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe so. Okay, um, but, like, it's not like they're going to change the city. So, like, I think, like, that is, like, a huge component to it. It's, like, you got to write story, you got to do character models for the new characters and all that stuff. And you got to, like, they did a really good job, I think, especially, like, in Miles Morales, of, like, creating boss fights within established geometry, like, mm-hmm. within, like, certain spaces. Yeah. So, like, obviously, I think they're going to have to do that. But, like, I feel like the city had to be the hard part, right? Like, creating original, a life yeah, like New York. Definitely. And, like, you can just go in and, like, add more stuff to make it more living. But, like... I, I just think for this being a 2023 game, and especially for a game that we knew that was happening, like, they shouldn't have shown it yet. Show it next year and be like, it's for next year. And be like, all right, awesome. But well, there's the same thing... I, I shouldn't even say the same thing because like when they showed off, for example, uh, Suicide Squad, it was 2022. At least we didn't know about that game yet. So th- now we're like, all right. And same with uh, Gotham, Gotham Knights. Like we didn't know about this game. Now we know it's a thing. Spider-Man 2 was always, all right, we know this is going to happen. Now we're seeing the trailer. Oh, and it's two more years away. But see, I'm okay with that because two years go fast. There's so many games that's going to be released. And you got to think about it. If they, if they say it's two years away, so they announce it at the end of, or the last part of uh, 2021, 2022 at E3 or whatever event they're going to go to, they show off gameplay. And then the next year, they really show off, you know, I, I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I don't think keep, it's Keep in good. mind in the Slack during the showcase, we, ha- we had like, people saying man remember when they announced fallout 4 and then it came out four months later and i was like that's what most people i know want is show us a game and even if you don't show us a date right away be like this have them be like this game is pretty much coming out in like six to eight months because then it's not one of those like all right we have this and now just waiting but also it's a good time because venom movies coming out Spider-Man yeah. is going to be coming out. So I think it's okay. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't see now You're going to have all the time. But are they going to show Spider-Man here? Are they going to show Spider-Man here? Are they going to show Spider-Man here? Every time they do anything. Random state of play. You think they'll show Spider-Man? I was like. Yeah, but I mean, that's every company though, Elijah. Yeah, also, I mean, you why look do you, at. Why do you. Sorry, Austin, can I swear? We're late enough for the podcast. That yeah. I feel like I can swear. Sure. Why do you give it? Why do you give it? 
if people are wondering if Spider-Man's going to show I, up. Like, I, I just, how's I, that any skin off your back? I don't like when they show games like super early that we already know about. And it's like, okay, but we knew about this game. This trailer told us nothing we didn't know. And it's just like, all right, but keep waiting. Well, like, well, right. I mean, it kind of did. It, it teased Craven, and that's like pretty awesome. So I don't know who that is. Craven the Hunter? I still read don't a, know who that is. Read a book, you jock. Just like who, how I didn't know who Haley Atwell was. <laughs> I you know I mean overall though I think with this I'm excited for it I'm really excited for it it's just that long wait and and I think you know we'll talk about it too with the next game but my overall problem with this conference is the every big wait? thing yeah every single game they showed and that's the, yeah, this, this that's was a the great reason a great 2024 E3 like right. a phenomenal that, 2024 E3. that's the other reason I don't think they should have showed it yet is it just added fuel to the okay but but what have you done for me? What have up? you done for me lately? Yeah, yeah. and that's and he, why. Like, all right, but I I think we saw three games in this entire conference we're playing in the next twelve months. Right. You didn't even see your Sana Bridge of Spirits or whatever. That Kina, game's called. Kina. I, yeah. I was hoping for Little Devil Inside. Yeah, wasn't that game supposed to come out in July? Yeah, it was. Right. So you but, know, it's funny how trends change, right? Um, because I think that's going to be the trend now is where they're going to tease a game two years before it actually gets released. But going back into the, uh, the music industry, the seventies, you know, bands had albums released every year, right? Mm -hmm. Then in the eighties, it was two years. And then when you got into the nineties, now you're talking about two years, like three years. So the time between release was a little bit longer, right? Taylor so, Swift released two albums last year. That's Taylor Swift, though. But anyways, I'm talking rock. And uh, and so I think that this might be the new trend, which, I mean, it's cool. Like, I'm not going to be sitting there like, oh, I wonder when the next trailer is or anything like that. I saw it. It looks cool. So in a couple of years, we'll have something good to play. More like probably three years, because I'm sure we'll get... Did, did Spider-Man get delayed? Or were they on time with it? I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Did Ratchet? I want to say they were pretty much on time. Did Ratchet on get time, delayed? Like Insomniac's pretty good about hitting, yeah. hitting deadlines. Yeah. But the last game they showed was God of War Ragnarok. It's more God of War. Looks yeah, great. Can we not talk, I, I'm, I'm still playing the, uh, the 2018 one. Can we not yeah. talk about the story details revealed? Yes, I will please. say I've seen a lot of discourse about Fat Thor. And I think if you really give, it, give an opinion, just shh. Shut yeah. up. Well, shut up. And I feel like people that are complaining about that have not like dug into Norse no, no. mythology people, at all. People who complain about that think that Thor from Marvel is the way Thor should look. Right. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the dude had a flying chariot that was hauled by two goats named Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder. I don't think like cardio is super high on his list of priorities, but you know no. what it was? Raping, drinking. pillaging, and drinking mead. Oh, so yeah. yeah I'm pretty yeah, sure this, this guy would have a paunch. Yeah. yeah. No. God of War Ragnarok looks good. When yeah, was the release date? They didn't give one. Not even a year? Nope. nope. Uh, so 2023 then, I bet. The, I mean, in two years. Well, they were saying next year. Yeah. But yeah. they didn't originally, clarify well, Originally trailer. last year, they said this year. So yeah. right. it was I'm willing to, to chalk that one up to COVID. Same thing with yeah. Horizon. Like, I think those are going to be like the two tentpole games. Yeah. Like I the, think this actually will be next, next fall. Year. Yeah. Which three, makes me think three for Gran Turismo. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's actually the one I'm most excited for. So <laughs> but I think for I think overall, 
both Microsoft and Sony, they're that momentum, even though it's still a pain in the butt to try and get a PS5 or an Xbox, that momentum of games is starting. We're starting to see that right now, you know? So it's exciting to know that in the next two to three years, we're going to be getting these amazing games and don't rush it. Mm -hmm. Don't rush because how many times are, you know, when games are in the first couple of years of each system where they look great and everyone's all excited and they're crap, you know? Yeah. So just take your time, do the right thing. And, uh, you know, so. But that's all we have for you tonight, folks. Uh, we want to hear from you. What were the favorite things you saw at the PlayStation showcase? What were you interested in? What questions do you have? You can write to us at frame skip q notepad bit.ly slash frame skip q that one or at frame skip pod on Twitter and we'll see what coach says. Make sure to catch us on any podcatcher of your choice or on YouTube at the frame skip channel. You can find us on Twitter. Austin is at Austin J. Eller. Coach is at Frameskip Pod. Seth is at Seth the 90s Kid. Don't follow him. George is at GB no. Loftus. Uh, 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 Purplebird616. Purplebird616. <laughs> Don't follow you? No, you can follow that one. Okay, follow that one. Um, yeah. You can find me at Local Lizard Man. And I also stream on Twitch. And this Friday, I'm starting Shadow Hearts, which I've wanted to play. So. This is going to be a fun weekend. Uh, boys, is there anything else you want to say before we finish? Um, yeah, yes. as soon as Sony folds um, PlayStation Now into PlayStation Plus and starts getting a couple games to release on it like for free, I think the conversation is going to be a lot more fair. Because like, what's that game? Ghost Runner? Is that like the, uh, the rhythm first-person shooter game you like so much? I mean, it was an okay game, but yes, that's probably okay. Like that's like on PlayStation now. You like you can download that to your PlayStation Four. Really like it. Oh, okay. Well, it, it looked interesting <laughs> at the very least. But like, I don't know. I think games that you're curious about but aren't sure about that's like the perfect PlayStation Now yeah, game. I that's agree. like the perfect Game Pass game. Um, PlayStation Now doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, I was looking through it the other day. It's amazing. They've got like over 400 games that you can just download. Like they got four times as many games as Xbox, but Xbox is just better at marketing. So that's yeah. the, my final word for the night. Okay, I have a final word. Um, if you thought God was not real, you need to change your mind because the Nintendo Switch now has Bluetooth audio support. That's all I'm time. saying. I also thought you were just randomly going to say iridescent and then not say anything else. <laughs> I the thought you were just going to talk about God and be like, oh, man. <laughs> well, Austin changed on us. So thanks, folks. And until next week, it all starts with a dead girl. What?